Entrepreneur on Fire, 937. Control your thoughts. John Lee Dumas presents EO Fire and FreePodcastCourse.com. Launch your podcast in 15 days and ignite. Stand out like an IPO-bound idea at a hackathon with premium business cards from Moo.com. Moo's range of high-quality cards and exclusive design templates make it easy to create a business card that pops. Stand out with Moo.com. Try ZipRecruiter and get your perfect candidate before someone else sweeps them off their feet. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jeff Davis. Jeff, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, 100%. Thank you for having me on the show, John. Yes. Jeff has lived abroad and traveled the world, been all over Europe and Asia. He wrote about his epic adventures in his first book, Traveling Triumphs, The Improbable in Budapest and Beyond. In addition to being an author, Jeff is a professional speaker, having spoken internationally across three different continents. Jeff, say what's up to Fire Nation and share what's going on in your world right now. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. This is an incredible opportunity. And, and man, uh, life is going well right now. I've been working very hard over the past couple of years. I spent a solid um, 18 months writing my book and then another three to four months uh, publishing it. So I actually published it in 2014. But just today, I did a huge Kindle promotion, and that went very well. Um, in terms of my speaking, I'm in parts of all kinds of networking groups across Connecticut, New York. I live in Connecticut. I'm um, connecting with the right people, and I'm also speaking to not only youth and universities, but also nonprofits and, and other kind of organizations as well, and it's, it's going fantastic. Well, Jeff, it actually went so well today with your Kindle promotion. I think you got a pretty on-point comment today. Am I right? Yes, it, it was definitely more than a coincidence in my book. Um, Bill Corbett, he is a, a very successful, world-class professional speaker. He runs his Hartford Springfield networking group that meets in the northern part of Connecticut once a month. And I gave a shout out to him while promoting my book on Facebook via this big promotion I'm doing via, um, through Kindle. And he says, way to go, Jeff. You are on fire, man. <laughs> yes. Can't wait to see you lead our meeting on April 11th. He's having me lead the meeting, which is fantastic. You are on fire. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just so fitting. And like you said, you're Irish and it's St. Patty's Day, too. I mean, how many things can be going your way? So many and so, Jeff, that I am going to now be not wasting any more time, but instead diving directly into your brain, into your mind, in what I call the one-minute mindset, where I get to ask you five questions, five insights into your mind. Take about a minute-ish to answer these questions, the first one being, ideally, what do the first 80 minutes of your day look like? That's a great question. Well, the first 80 minutes of the day is when I, when I get up out of bed, I make my bed, and, and it sounds very simple, but... But the outer is a reflection of the inner. So keeping my outer world organized is also keeping my inner thoughts and ideas and projects organized. And then I spend usually about 15 to 20 minutes um, either meditating, reading, or exercising. I'll mix it up depending on the day. But I like to get my day off to a good start. 
and just allow myself time to center myself and to also to feel good. Um, be grateful. It's, it's another thing that's very easy to overlook, but maybe it's a, a tiny thing. You know, you, you're grateful for, for your bed or your health, but those little things help get your day off to the right start. And it definitely helps a lot. No, I love setting those right intentions early to get that momentum going the right way. I mean, there's a reason why that saying, did you get up on the wrong side of the bed, like has stuck with us for so long because that can really dictate your day. And Jeff, you have some strengths. We're going to talk about one in a second, but what's your biggest weakness? I just had a heart-to-heart conversation a couple hours ago with a friend of mine, so I can actually speak to it directly. I am an overanalyzer, and it's, it's simultaneously my greatest strength and my greatest weakness. It works very well for me in creating business plans and business situations and in work and in some aspects of life. It's great. But when it comes to overanalyzing little things or, or possibly vibes from different people or, or even, even something that maybe not um, isn't necessarily a problem, but the mind is, is a powerful tool and re- when used in the wrong way can definitely overanalyze <laughs> things. So I, I'm not afraid to admit it. That's my biggest weakness. <laughs> and your biggest strength. My biggest strength is that I'm energetic and I love being in person with people. So I, I, have, a, I have a pretty good uh, you know, following on Twitter and I, I'm, I'm growing my LinkedIn and I have some channels on social media, but I use those as compliments to in person. So I create, I have heart to heart conversations with people and I create relationships that are genuine. And, and I say that in a very sincere way that I just will be, I'll be honest with people, I'll be myself and I just don't like I just don't like it when people are fake because for me it's all about be yourself, be truthful and be real. That's how you how you make real friends. Jeff, we've already heard about a couple of your good habits, but my question to you next is what's a habit that you wish you had? I am a night owl. I'm a big believer in playing to your strengths and and you have to do that as an entrepreneur as as a person in this world moving forward. I I I'm just not a morning person. So I'll force myself to wake up to get myself you know, ready for the day and to, to get in either that 10 minutes of meditation. But what I wish I had is the ability to get up about an hour earlier than I do. Um, and, I do and I do make up for in the evenings because I, I burn that night oil. I work hard at night. I will get, I will get uh, Mount Everest moved across the, the world at night. But, but in the morning, I'm just not, I'm just not a morning person. So it, I could definitely get more done in the morning if I would wake up a little bit earlier. So Jeff, I have an inkling of what you're going to say next because that's pretty big focus for you right now. But of all the things you have going on, what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? Definitely be my speaking, which is directly correlated to my writing. And I, I really think of those as one, two sides of the same coin in not only storytelling, not only inspiring people, but offering practical, engaging content. And I'm so fired up to get this message out there about my, my epic and, and unexpected and, and trials and tribulations from traveling overseas. And I get that over um, out into the world, coupled with the fact that I'm growing my speaking and I'm connecting with, with not only high schools, but also all different kinds of organizations. That gets me fired up. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jeff, you've had the journey of an entrepreneur, my friend. You've had the ups, you've had the downs, you've had those plateaus. But what we're going to focus on right now is the story of your worst entrepreneurial moment. So Jeff, take a deep breath and take us there. Take us there with you during that worst entrepreneurial moment and tell us that story. 
Oh, I love it. I, I love this because this is this is right up my alley in terms of the uh, the heartfelt story and content. And, and, I'll, and I'll take you right there. It was over. I was actually overseas and I was working um, the summer before I went overseas for a fantastic company. And shortly after I landed in Budapest, Hungary, I found out that the company went out of business and I did not. And this is the cardinal sin of business. I did not have a contract with the guy. I, I trusted him. He was a good friend. And I did not get paid the money I needed to survive overseas. Looking back on it, it helped me learn how to really get out there, talk to people, fend, scrap, network, find my way. It was sort of a, a blessing in disguise, but it was definitely the worst moment to find out that this company that I worked for, for three to six hard months of intense work while I'm in college, just flat out went out of business. And the guy who I trusted, not only someone who I looked up to as a manager, but we literally became best friends. We went out to, to dinner together. Mm. Um, we, we had all these uh, you know series of conversations where we got to know one another. And to have that happen where not only did the company go out of business, but they couldn't give me any of the money that I was owed that that was a struggle, but but you know what it 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 taught me how to how to fend for myself and you know how to forgive and 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 as they say, hey, what doesn't kill you will probably make you stronger. So <laughs> yeah, you know a quote that I love is to err is human to forgive divine, and there are always going to be human beings around us making mistakes. We are always going to be making mistakes, but when those around us make mistakes, even when they do harm us. The other side of that coin is they're giving us a chance to be divine and to forgive them for, for making that error or for, you know, screwing us over in some way, shape and form. So Jeff, what I'd love you to do is kind of talk about this for a minute because we have Fire Nation here, our listeners, you know, we, and I am throwing myself in here because this is my future too. You know, we're going to face massive struggles, massive obstacles. We're going to fall flat in our faces. You know, we're going to have people that do screw us over and, Instead of really letting that drag us down into this kind of sea of negativity and scarcity, you know, I always love to talk about the abundance and the, and the optimistic mindset instead. So can you kind of talk about how that happened to you, but, you know, you bounce back, move forward, learn from it, and how our listeners can do the same? Yes, absolutely. So the, the first thing that you can do is, is to focus on what's right in front of you. And that's deceptively simple yet incredibly powerful. What I mean by that is what's in front of you. What opportunities do you have? Um, who are the people around you that you can engage with? I'm 4,444 miles away from home in a country I've never been, but I thought to myself, okay, I'm in a major city, Budapest, and I've met some people over the last couple of weeks since being in the city, and I use that as a springboard. That's step one. The next step is... You have to keep on moving forward regardless of the setbacks and rejections. So when I was looking for jobs in, in Europe, in, in this country I was in, in Hungary, I, I realized being a foreigner is going to be harder than usual to find a job. I mean, it's hard enough for, for, our, for people across the world now, but there's so much opportunity when you keep on going forward. And every no led me one step closer to that yes. Mm. So one trick I picked up is is be like a be like a fish almost. When you're swimming around, when you're living your life, you come across a no, be calm, be cool, be indifferent, be nonchalant. When you come across a yes, still be calm, be yourself. Never too up 
and never too down. You don't want to fall. You never, you don't want to get, get too down on yourself, but you also don't want to be so pie in the sky that you're, that you're not engaged in reality. So if you keep that balance and just persevering through every no, it, it's going to help you so much. I went through an enormous, I mean, an enormous amount of rejections when I was looking for a publisher for my first book. And there were a lot of people who didn't think I could find a publisher, but I didn't focus on that because what you focus on expands. So what I, I trained my mind to look at is, you know what? I have a good story here. I have good content and I have engaging insights. Why don't I just keep on moving forward? And it's so incredibly difficult to apply when you're down. But if you can just keep in your mind, I'm just one step closer to a yes, that will help you move forward. And that was really my saving element. I was walking around the city. I was down and out. I almost had no hope, but I had that spark inside of me that said, there's still opportunity. There's still chances in front of me. And I ended up finding a hostel that I could work at overnight. And I worked the entire night. And then I, I, got paid the following morning was able to eat for the first time in days. So that, that really was a, a terrific lesson for me. Be calm, be cool, be even keeled, persevere, push past the rejection and then connect with that spark inside of you. Wow. What you focus on expands. I love that phrase, Jeff. And I really hope fire nation you're absorbing that because I found it to be so true. And Jeff, let's do a shift here and let's tell another story. This one's going to be an aha moment, a light bulb that you had go on at some point. And you know Fire Nation now. We're entrepreneurs. We're entrepreneurs. What story do we want to hear of an aha moment, Jeff? Take us to that story, to that moment, and share. The aha moment that I'm thinking of now that that it would be perfect to share is going back um, about a year and a half ago when I was going to, I was working and I was going to graduate school at Johns Hopkins Graduate School of Business. I had a lot going for me. I was working hard. I was moving forward, but I just didn't feel like I was fully taking advantage of the potential I had in that moment, in that period of my life and the opportunities that were surrounding me. So my aha moment was when I was basically at the, right at the end of 2013 and I said, if I'm going to keep on giving too much attention and power to the opinions, the expectations and thoughts around me, and I am always trying to please other people, that I'm never going to have time for my own endeavors, for my own projects. And, and don't get me wrong. You have to pay the bills. You have to be responsible. I'm all for that. But don't settle. And that aha moment when, when it was about mid-November to early December of this 2013 year, and I said to myself, sitting down in my apartment, reflecting, writing down a few notes, I just need to let go of the expectations of other people. And I still continued going to graduate school. I still continued working but I was able to say no to those distractions that were taking away from the time that I could use to work on my projects. And, and John, for the last year and a half, I have accelerated like no other for, for about two years now where I, I wrote and published my book and I've been expanding my speaking career and I've been able to put some content out there that in the past I would have been afraid to put out there. That aha moment was really letting go of those external expectations. Be respectful to other people, be loving, and of course, maintain the friends in your life that you think are, are building you up, but just make sure you put your own projects, your own endeavors, and your own entrepreneurial initiatives ahead of 
the opinions of others, even when those opinions are coming from family members and close friends. What's a practical tip that Fire Nation can take from you right now to apply this to their lives? Practical tip would be to start small. It's it's very easy to get overwhelmed by a huge goal. And and I'm I'm all for thinking big. One of my favorite books of all time is The Magic of Thinking Big. David Schwartz, said, love that. Yes. Oh, amazing. And side note, the audio version, the audio book, they do an amazing job. There's music, there's sound effects. It's so cool. Really? I'm, I'm actually going to have to purchase. I have the book version, but, but I do have a decent commute in um, when, I, when I'm driving to, uh, you know, in the morning to different things. Well, when you I, run out of Entrepreneur on Fire, check it out, Jeff. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a good number of podcasts plugged in. I put my USB right in there and I'm, I'm driving. I'm in drive heaven. Amazing. So. so sorry to distract you, but yeah, go back. Oh, no problem. No problem. Yeah. So, so start small. Build upon the small successes, and and when I say a small success, it doesn't mean you have to get to your end goal right away. It can be, for example, you want to write a book, or say, for example, you have a, a big business idea and you have this project that you think could really do well through through maybe your blog or or through some of your uh, networking marketing initiatives. Don't overwhelm yourself with this massive goal. R- write that down. Write all the steps down, but then take that bite sized fifteen minute present moment focus of, okay, what can I do right now? And you just do something for 10 minutes. And when you get that done, it builds a little bit of momentum. And then you don't feel like it's so unrealistic. And you just make a little bit more progress. And then, and then while you're starting small, you'll, you'll notice that, that things around you start to clarify just a little bit more because action creates clarity. So if you can keep on working hard within those small segments of each day, again, don't overwhelm yourself with those small segments. You'll then be able to get more clarity in your life, move forward. And then as days go by and as time passes, you're going to be able to move forward and have more fun. There you go, Fire Nation. You just got a practical tip. You can see why I brought Jeff Davis on here to talk just about how things are for entrepreneurs and how we can start to build the foundational blocks of our businesses. And Jeff, I am not letting you go anywhere, my friend, because we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. I know, looking for the best candidates to hire for your business can be tough. It's time-consuming, and at times it can be frustrating too. But this search is so important because as a business owner, your company is only as good as the people you hire. And let's face it, posting your job in one place just isn't going to cut it when it comes to finding quality candidates. If you're looking for the best candidates to hire for your business, then look no further. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, I can post a 100-plus job sites with a single click. Just post once, and within 24 hours, your Candidates will be rolling into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Did I already mention that ZipRecruiter has been used by over 300,000 businesses? And better yet, that you can try it right now for free? Yes. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Once more, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. The importance of attending events and conferences in order to build relationships with others in your industry or niche is huge. But oftentimes, there are so many people shuffling around and so much chaos that it becomes difficult to make a lasting impression. How do you stand out from the crowd? With business cards from Moo.com. Moo's range of high-quality cards, top-notch paper, and exclusive design templates make it easy to create anything from mini cards to triple-thick luxe cards. You know, the kind of business card that's unique and that you'll be proud to hand out. Want a little 
a variety and spice up your life? Moo also offers Printfinity, an option that allows you to put a different image or text on every card. Talk about epic. It's like having a portfolio in your pocket, and it's exclusive at Moo. Are you ready to stand out and make a lasting impression at the next event or conference you're attending? Visit Moo.com to create a business card that's as unique as you are today. That's M-O-O.com. Jeff, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and minds blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yes, looking forward to it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Living in the past. And I know that that is, is something that, that Fire Nation may have heard a lot, but I want to put the twist on it that it's not always that that big event or that humiliating or traumatic experience that we hold on to, but it's those little things. And it's those little things that might pick at you. It might be a thought you heard from uh, – or a comment or a thought that you heard from a family member or friend that just didn't really resonate with you. Or it might be a, a, a mean comment from a, a teacher you had decades ago that, that rings in your psyche even now. Or, or it might even be something you read that just – kind of turned you off to what you're doing or you kind of lost a little bit of your of your drive and when you can get to the point where you realize this is not serving me you can work on releasing it then the negatives will never disappear but if you can replace it with something better like either an affirmation or something you're working on or or a habit you have to to get better involved in getting your content out there that will keep you more focused on where you're going rather than those little tiny annoying distracting comments we've heard that that we all get from from different people at one point or another in our lives that that are holding us back What's the best advice you've ever received? From my dad, and he said three words, control your thoughts. And it was so powerful because it it got me interested into the world of visualization. And I cannot even begin to tell you how powerful your thoughts are and visualization is. It's almost scary, but in a very good way. I've done speaking engagements. I've done speaking competitions. I've done networking events where things unfolded very similar or even at times exactly the way I imagined it. And of course, you want to be open to things changing and evolving in the present moment. But the point I'm making here in terms of the advice is that when you get yourself in that mindset of I can control my thoughts, I can't control other people, but I can control how I respond and how you respond stems from your thoughts, stems from what you think about, how you feel about yourself and what you visualize during your free time. What's a personal habit that you do have, Jeff, that you believe contributes to your success? Personal habit I have that I think has really helped me, especially over the last several years as I've been moving forward, is establishing processes. What do I mean by that? Routines. For example, I mentioned already uh, earlier in the interview about making my bed. But what, what are other things that you can do? Well, you can have a routine for blogging. You can have a routine for, for practicing something that you're getting better at. You can have a routine for, for talking to people or networking. I've found in my experience, and of course, it's always important to do what works best for, for each individual. But in my experience, those routines have really given me the structure and foundation to grow my initiatives. 
there's definitely going to be times where you have to be spontaneous. You have to think on your feet and you have to change depending on external circumstances. That's normal. But if you at least have the game plan, the routine and the process in place, it will allow you to to make the time to work on what you know you can offer the world, the gifts you have inside of you. So do you have an internet resource like in Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Yes. Well, I do, I, I do actually use Evernote. That's one of my, uh, my most used tools where I keep track of, of all my notes. And, and I also use that um, basically in my, in my morning routine when I'm, when I'm working in the morning is I'll write down everything. So I'll take a quick five to 10 minutes where I write down some of my, my goals for the day, some of my long-term processes and established endeavors, and then I'll transfer them to my schedule on my not only on my iPhone but on my computer where I have I basically have Excel documents and I have Word documents that organize some of my initiatives and that helps me plan things in advance in terms of the week, the month and the year. So if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, Jeff, that's gonna join the show notes page of Traveling Triumphs, what would it be and why? I would have to recommend Deepak Chopra's book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. And I've read it several times, and it's by my bedside. I refer to it whenever I, when I need to. It is a great way of looking at how you can move forward in your life without being stressed out all the time, without feeling like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. There's always going to be moments where you have a lot going on, and you're going to possibly have a little bit more than you can chew. But what this book taught me is that when you engage with your inner wisdom, with your your own internal reference point, you'll bring that peace more readily into the world. Again, it won't always happen, but it will make it more likely that you can bring that into the world. And then it just goes into solid, practical, and heartfelt chapters about what, what are some of the keys to success? How do, you, how do you stay detached? And Deepak talks about having the desire but staying detached from the outcome. And that right there changed my life because going back three or four years, I always had have had the passion. I've always had the energy that I have now. But what led me to move forward even further was being detached. And you can have the desire for your goal. You can still have that, that ingrained will, but you don't want to be so rigorously attached to it that you close your mind off to all of the infinite possibilities that exist for us in every moment. Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Jeff, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. I've interviewed dozens of the world's best time managers and people who are incredible at productivity and working on their entrepreneurial initiatives. And what I've found is that we often have more time than we realize. And I realize that we have a lot going on. But when you really chunk it down and you look at all the things you do over a given day, week, and month, you'll find pockets of time that you can take opportunity of and really move forward. When you have that opportunity to move forward, go all out. Don't hold back. You're going to have a part of you that's a little bit hesitant, a part of you that may want to throw on that TV, a part of you that may want to just give up. But stay connected to that spark inside of you and say, I'm going to go all out in this moment 
And once you build momentum, it's like a snowball. So then you have that little momentum that will carry you forward and it will change your life. It has definitely changed mine. And what's the best way that we can connect with you? The best way to connect with me would be to my, my email address would be jeff at jeffdspeaks.com. And you can also connect with me on Twitter. I check my, my Twitter on a daily basis and I'm always sharing practical and, and insightful content with, with my followers. And, and my Twitter handle is jeffdavis027. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Jeff D and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com and just type Jeff in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything we've been talking about. His great book, The Traveling Triumphs, The Improbable in Budapest and Beyond. Jeff at jeffspeaks.com is his email. At Jeff Davis 2007 is Twitter. It's all going to be there on the show notes page or just go directly there. And Jeff, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. It's been wonderful to be here and I definitely hope some of the kernels I shared will help Fire Nation. Today's show is brought to you by our longtime sponsor, 99designs. 99designs is entrepreneur's number one choice for quality graphic design. To get your logo, business card, mobile app, or website, visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.